Ultra. Welcome back to the Coronetto Minute, the daily podcast where we investigate the gunfights, car chases, and proper action of Hot Fuzz one minute at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez. I'm Scott Corelli. And today we're about to go off on Minute 83, which begins with Reaper and Skinner reminding Angel of their village's semi-professional actor residence and ends with Skinner revealing that Leslie was murdered because she was moving away. <laughs> and uh, Niall and John are back from the Bat Minute. Welcome. Hey. Hey, thanks for having us. Uh, we are here, two lovely, weird, quirky foreigners. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, depending on your perspective, could be either 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 pair of us. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yes, yeah. It's true. Uh, so, yeah, so this is the minute where we discover why they killed everyone they killed. Uh, and uh, they killed, uh, as we learned last week, we, or la- la- yesterday, we they killed... Uh, <laughs> Oh man, they they killed uh, uh, Eve Draper now because of her laugh. She has an annoying laugh, so they killed her. Uh, it's pretty you know Merchant because he had a he has a terrible house. Uh, yeah, and Leslie Tiller because she was moving away. <laughs> I'm that montage of 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 Eve Draper's laughs have made me so happy twice now that like rapid fire like. I'm now pro uh, Eve Draper's laugh. I think it's charming. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, I'm just a sucker for Lucy Punch, though. (laughs) That's true. That could be it. Especially lately in a series of unfortunate events. Oh, she's so good in that show. She's amazing. And good good Lord, she's beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Unfortunately, I went through a bout where I really did not care for her. And it was because she was on the show Ben and Kate, which was a an American sitcom that was quite good, but her role in it was just like the show was, had a very subtle sense of humor and was like very smartly written except for her character who was just sort of like the, the, the dumb, the dumb blonde, Ah. like stuck up character. And it was just, every joke was just so flat every single time. And I was like, Oh, I don't think I like her. And then, and then, you know, later I see her at other things and I love her and I'm like, Oh no, they just wrote her character. They just did her dirty. They did. Mm, they yeah. did. They, they really like wrote a bad character for her to play. Yeah, she's uh, not a subtle okay. actor. She's like, she does best mm-hmm. when she's going kind of over the top and crazy and things, but that doesn't, that doesn't always work for everyone and for every writer, for every type of comedy. Right. Mm. It's gotta right. be the, she is a perfect project. Yeah. She's been she a Baz like Lerman movie. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be oh, good. yeah, she is like a big like like a character actress, mm-hmm. really. Because like, every time you see her, she's always in completely. Like, she's one of these people who she's always been putting on like a different weird accent and stuff. She's kind of mm-hmm. like her like Esme Squalor in <laughs> unfortunate events, just in her, in her general career. But 
I was very happy to see her pop up in that because she's been an actress I've been keeping an eye on. Because I remember way, like way back in the days of like the class, I've been like, oh yeah, I liked her. And then she was in Vexed, which is like, oh, she's. Oh. But at that point, then she seemed to just jump over into like being like the best, the best parts in some terrible movies <laughs> in America. Who, who, who was she in the class? I watched that show. Who was she in that? I still remember. Like, I'm surprised you wouldn't remember because she. Um, she had a terrible American accent in it. Like it was very oh. blatant that she was she was she wasn't American. But uh, I, well, the what at the, she was a character called Holly. I remember. I think she was a she was like a weather girl or a reporter or something. Oh, I remember. that's right. Yeah. Okay. So she was popped up in that, and uh, yeah, just like uh, you know, I remember th- seeing things like like bad teacher, and it's like mm-hmm. you just watch it. Like, oh, this is atrocious. But then she'll pop into it, and it's like oh no, the scene has just been elevated because she's just. Like a mm-hmm. naturally charming performer and stuff, and um, so then when she popped up in like a series of unfortunate events, I'm like, oh, here we go. This is like the good show is just about to get better, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, she's she's in a perfect place on that show. It's unfortunate that it ended because uh, I don't know who knows where she's gonna pop up next and if it's gonna be anywhere near as good as yeah. that. Yeah, but um, well, I uh, I love her in that. I love you, yeah. Lucy. I love she's Lucy. Great. <laughs> she's great she's great um yeah so annoying laugh i i also find it interesting that um you know one of them points out that you know he w- had less interest in how he was making the village look than he was in uh uh, uh his sordid affair with eve draper which which is interesting because suddenly that character, he becomes like the the whole situation kind of becomes fully fleshed out because you're like, oh, okay. So he's, it's not that he's a bad actor. It's that he's not an actor. He just wanted to cast, he was in charge of that stuff. And he wanted to cast her as Juliet because she wanted to play Juliet and he wanted to have sex (laughs) with her. So he cast her and then cast himself as Romeo because he doesn't want her to be with anyone else. And right? risk a showmance. Right, exactly. So so then he steps in and he's terrible and she's terrible, but at least he's getting laid and that's why they killed him. Suddenly everything makes sense. I'm like, that's, oh, okay. That's, that's great because it implies that the character that Nicholas Angel met was kind of performing a little bit. Like he's not uh-huh. actually that into drama or theater or the craft. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, man. It's also so amazing good. that he cast himself as Romeo. The yeah. guy is far too old. Oh, yeah. I will also say, not to take us off on a deliberate tangent, but as a, as a just a genuine recommendation, uh, if you ever want to see Shakespeare performed badly well, mm. uh, oh. just watch the episode of Frasier with Derek Jacoby in it, where he plays oh, like an yes. old sci-fi actor. And they get him in. Oh, we're going to revive this man's career because they like they're insulted that he was reduced to doing like a sci-fi show in the '60s mm-hmm. when they remember him as this great Shakespearean actor. And then you see him perform, and it's just hilarious because just <laughs> Derek Jacoby just like trying to shake the back seats, like really overdoing it and stuff. Uh, and it's one master. of those things of like uh, where they always say it's like oh, it takes a great actor to know how to pretend to be a bad actor. And just mm-hmm. proves how good an actor Derek Jacoby is because he is amazing in that episode. Another viable NWA candidate. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, oh yeah. There's so many of those though. 
That's the mm-hmm. that's the problem. You could have you could just loaded this village up yeah. with with seventies character actors from England. every every professor in Harry Potter could have been yeah. like a uh, oh, yeah oh yeah uh, in another world I'm sure Alan Rickman played Skinner <gasps> oh yeah oh, oh, that perfect good. there's definitely a universe where that happened oh, um, now I'm yeah. sad I didn't get to see that and yeah. And uh, and they and they accused Tim Messenger of tabloid journalism, tabloid mm. gossip. Which I, I don't know. I mean, he seemed kind of he, he wasn't asking Angel for any like salacious details or anything. It was it would it was like People Magazine level journalism. It wasn't very hard hitting. Yeah, well, it was like if you remember, questions, wasn't it? yeah. Well, well, but if you remember, it was his headlines that were the tabloid journalism because he would okay. he would he would. He would Propose headlines that were like very inappropriate. Oh, that's true. Yeah, even even yeah. Uh, Nicholas Angel himself was like, I hardly think that's appropriate or like that yeah. seems misleading. Yeah, <laughs> it was like it was like uh, local Bobby gives thumbs up to teen suicide. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> 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 that's that is that is tabloid journalism for sure. Short arm of the law. <laughs> that is that is some J uh, J Jonah Jameson stuff for sure. <laughs> Hoodie def- menace strikes again. Yeah. yeah. I'll defend I'll one thing him. that they insult him for though. They always insult him for making so many errors and things in the paper, spelling errors and things like that. This mm. is one man running a damn newspaper. It's not yeah, like he's doing a blog or something. He's got to print this thing and everything. He he either can't afford a staff or he's choosing not to hire a staff because he just wants to make all that money himself. <laughs> well, if you, is, I, I assume he doesn't. He probably doesn't print more than 500 copies of the newspaper a day, right? That's true. It's still a lot of work for one guy. Oh, yeah. No, it's a lot of work for one person. But what I'm saying is they do, he doesn't make a lot of money every day. Oh, like, no. If the, if the even if it's like even if it's a dollar, like the newspaper costs a dollar, <laughs> like it's five hundred dollars, five hundred dollars a day, which you're like, oh wow, he's pocketing all that money. Except he's not because he has to pay for the supplies, like the yeah, ink and, the, and the printing and, and, the, and the electricity of the building that he's in, and probably internet and whatever <laughs> else. I mean, you know, that's really like the overhead alone <laughs> probably costs half of that a day. So he's only making two fifty a day, which is not a lot of money. So he's like an adult version of like the boys in Captain Underpants that are just like stapling <laughs> comics, handing yeah. them to people. For like That's that. There's his first mistake. He should have just turned the newspaper into a zine. Yep. Yep. <laughs> the, yeah. These days you oh, could just hi, do hi. A, a local blog. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah, that's absolutely sure. what it would be. I think nowadays, though, if you just look at like internet, like internet publications. Where you get like mistakes in the headline, this daily, uh-huh. and these are yep. like like uh, famous, like respected publications, yeah, yeah. and they've obviously not hired a proofreader. And it's just like, how are you still in this position when you can't even check your damn headlines for these things? Right. And like this yeah. is like you know like well established kind of things. Like I I almost let this guy with you know as a you know, I myself am a, a proofreader by trade. So I did get slightly uh, vexed when I saw <laughs> these spelling mistakes. I'm like, Ugh. do you think if the New York Times? Thing. Do you think if like if newspapers wanted to bring back the word "boffo," they could get away with it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, I you know when they say tabloid journalism, I think what they really mean, and there were there was no widely spread term for it at the time. I think what they really mean is clickbait. That's yeah. what he's been. That's what he's been doing. He makes mm-hmm. clickbait. I can understand uh, that frustration as well because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, 
Mm. It's like you, it's like you see you see the title local Bobby gives thumbs up to teen suicide. You're like, what is that about? And then it's like Nicholas, you know, Nicholas Angel really enjoyed this weekend's <laughs> yeah. performance of Romeo and Juliet. It's like, what? Really? That's new, it. New sergeant breaks into school auditorium like for a photo shoot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do have to ask, though, um, because like Adam Buxton as a. Like, you know, as part of the Adam and Joe show mm-hmm. was like an integral part of my, my childhood. Cause like that mm-hmm. was just, when you were a kid, that was like the greatest thing in the universe. Well, they made I, a TV I, show I, with Star Wars action figures in it. <laughs> and it was during the era when Star Wars was gone. It was like mm-hmm. between 83 and 97. So it was like, yeah, Star Wars wasn't around anymore. The only, t- only place you would see that kind of level of nerddom was in the Adam and Joe show. Yeah. Uh, but was that ever a thing in America? Did it reach you guys or? No, no, I have no idea who this person is, really. Oh. I mean, like yeah. we we didn't we didn't really know anything about uh, Tim Messenger uh, oh. uh, prior to this movie, and then oh. it was like it was like later, like we would find out about him. I was oh. enough of like an Anglophile or whatever to where like around the late two thousands, Adam and Joe like came up on my like radar in the same way that like oh, Fly to the Concords or like the yeah. Mighty Boosh, and like I remember watching a few clips. Of like, you know, the way people do of like podcasts and stuff on YouTube of Adam and Joe. Oh yeah. So like, they, yeah, like the like the Quantum of Solace bit and like stuff like that. But I, I definitely haven't like gone in and listened to full episodes or full stuff mm. like that. Uh, mm. Although it was like, uh, just yeah, just it, it was very. I, I, I almost dread to look back at some of it now because it was very juvenile humor aimed at teenage boys. In the 90s. So if you were a teenage boy in the 90s, like I was, it was amazing. Yeah, great then. Probably not now. Yeah, now it would be like... Yeah, like I I, I I think We we had Tom Green. (laughs) Not quite as juvenile as that, luckily. Scott and I are able to to look back at Kevin Smith's filmography, which meant a lot to us when we were growing up as nerds. But like, and be like, oh, this hasn't aged so well. Or, oh, this is is still pretty, you know, and kind of appreciate it for what it is. I did yeah. uh, recently rewatch um, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, and I was Oof. like, the amount of gay panic jokes in this oh, is yeah. insane. <laughs> like, oh, it's like yeah. every other joke is just like, hey, we're not gay though. And this is like, oh, this was and Kevin Smith himself yeah. must be looking back at this, going like, yeah, it's my heterosexual life mate, Silent Bob. We don't <laughs> fuck. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, I'm, I'm assuming in reboot, they must at least address it, or like. Yeah, I make them gay. Be like okay with it or something. <laughs> That'd be great, actually. Yeah, make them gay. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I, you know, and I'm planning on seeing that that reboot movie. Uh-huh. Uh, and or is and Jay I, still with Justice? I, I think he is because she is in the movie. She was in. Uh, okay. He made that announcement like a couple couple weeks ago. Um, cool. That that Shannon Elizabeth like came out of reti- acting retirement to be in the movie. Um, I guess she's like, uh, she like. I know what everyone's thinking is like out of retirement. Come on, uh, <laughs> she's just not getting work anymore. Uh, but no, no, she actually she like left acting to go do like uh, like charity work and stuff like that. Like she was like in Africa doing like charity oh. work, and and like he he like got in touch with her, and she like flew back just to do like the one scene that she's in. So. Driving from la- driving yeah. from lab to lab, freeing a- to test animals. <laughs> right, exactly in a van. With yeah. Sean William Scott, um, wearing braces. Uh, 
<laughs> that movie. Um, <laughs> Great Air Brother, bro. Yeah, it was. I mean, you know, I, 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 yeah, I. That movie does not. It's not. It, it's it's a rough one. It's definitely <laughs> a rough one to watch, and I'm I'm fascinated to see when I watch this reboot movie like what it's going to even be like. Cause I'm mostly seeing it out of like a weird obligation to like my 21 year old self. Um, <laughs> like we've you know? come this far. Yeah. Yeah. Like I can't not go see it. My, my 21 year old self would be very upset with me. <laughs> that makes sense. I just do have a genuine concern of like having watched Tusk and yoga. Hose, which is like, People are excited for this. I'm like, hey, he's got Jason Lee and stuff in. Like, it's, the bridges have been built again, and it looks like it's going to be a proper film. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I don't know if Kevin Smith can write a proper film anymore. I, I'll go to bat. I, th- I think Tusk has really interesting parts to it. Um, I think Justin Long and I think Justin Long is doing really interesting work. I think the makeup effects in that movie are really impressive. Uh, I'll go to bat for Red State. Mm-hmm. Oh, everybody say it's good. Yeah, uh, I, I think I think I what yeah. I'd say about Tusk is that it is a very well written movie considering the subject matter. <laughs> it's like it's hard to imagine a better movie about what it's about. Right. Uh, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with Tusk. Yeah. Where it's I'm crazy like, that mean, it even exists. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. I'm not ever. I would never say that it's good, but it's probably the best version of what that movie is. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I, I don't think Tusk with me is just like he just got in like a great actor like Michael Parks just and then he is literally holding the entire movie on his shoulders of like, yes, I'm, I'm here. I am going to get you through this film. Just yeah, through like, yeah my he performance. can do it. Doesn't mean you should ask him to. Right. Yeah. Right. But is but, you know, his monologues are very good in that movie. Yeah, he acts yeah. the hell out of them. But, you know, they have to be somewhat well written before he can act the hell out of them. So. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it's, 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 it's not a good movie, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's definitely interesting. Uh, cannot say the same about yoga hosers. Um, no, no, nothing the about thing yoga I liked about yoga hosers. Like those two, the two kids are good. They're good actors. Like, mm-hmm. I hope that it doesn't tarnish their careers forever. Uh, and I just like the fact that there was a girl anthrax cover group called Glamthrax. That was yeah. like, yeah, that's a good joke. I like that. I just well, Harley Quinn, uh, Harley Quinn Smith is in uh, the new Tarantino joint. So, oh, that's right. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah I so think I saw something on the the Instagram. Yeah, yeah. So she's fine. <laughs> I, oh, don't know, I don't be, know. about Deb's daughter. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Deb's daughter will be okay regardless. Um, mm. oh, yeah. Regardless of whether she acts again or not. Uh, <laughs> but, but uh, anyway. Um, uh, yeah, I don't I know where. To say, uh, <laughs> Uh, in regards to uh, the show, the, the the house has been blowing up, uh, mm-hmm. and it reminded me of a thing you guys posted up in the, the discussion page a while back when we're talking about, in that scene, trying to identify the beer that was been drank by uh, oh, yeah. Nick and Danny. Mm-hmm. And I remember like that morning, I had people on WhatsApp groups. I was sending pictures Same. of that, <laughs> trying to decipher that, because everyone knew, oh, the, yeah, the Grolsch is there, because that's easily identifiable, because right. that bottle is instantly known. Yeah, but that other one it was just like people. There's an instinctive thing where you want to say tenants, but it doesn't quite look like a tenants can. It's slightly off, going isn't it? Yeah. And, yeah, I was going like it might be a Ranji boo. I had people studying a still like a blurry, <laughs> zoomed in <laughs> shot of those cans for like at least two hours that morning. <laughs> Did you come well, to a conclusion? You. Because me and me and my people didn't. No. <laughs> I will say maybe a Ranji Boom. That was the closest I got. And some people were insisting that it was tenants. 
No, but, no, uh, but nobody drinks Aranji Boom except for students. Then again, he's living like a student, I suppose. That, that yeah. That's in character. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's I very cheap and a- not particularly good, but it, you can get it pretty strong. <laughs> so it's you know <laughs> that's what you want. It comes it comes in a specialist. There's a, a normal orangey boom, and then there's like special eight percent orangey boom. Yeah, which where like if you're going to like a like a house party and you need to get blitzed beforehand, <laughs> that's what you splashed out on. Uh, back in the day, of course, I don't do that anymore. But, oh, we're uh, much higher <laughs> class now. Now, uh, so nowadays, like I, cause I know people who still drink like cider. Uh, I can't ever because I was when I was a student. That's what that was the cheapest of the cheap stuff to get was cider. Yeah, but you can and get nice cider. The thing is, they're not know, buying everything. Nice everything about cider now is like it's too sweet. It's too I, and it, it reminds me too much of when I just didn't have any money. <laughs> so yeah, it's just yeah. like I don't know if I can go uh, mentally go back to that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, all this time later, we have failed to identify those cans as yet. Oh. Well, speaking of British things, though, they uh, they mention a TV show here, Prime Suspect. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you guys get that over? The- or oh, did you? It's been finished for a while now. Did you get that show? No. No. I assumed it was like a Law and Order type of thing. Yeah, it's a. She. It's about like a detective. And she, each series or season is her you know, solving a case. It's yeah. insanely popular. It's one of those hugely popular shows, but especially mm-hmm. with, like, mums. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, my Got mom it. watches like a, it. Yeah, so it's like, it's, like it's, a, like, it's like Law & Order SU, SVU. I mean, that's... Yeah, yeah. Moms, moms love Law & Order SVU. Um, <laughs> they love it. And then grandparents love NCIS. Oh, that's there's the a divide. <laughs> yes, that's the difference. That's the, that's the age divide. Um, when they get a little too hot and bothered watching Fox News, they switch it over to NCIS for like some cool down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing uh, is, like, Prime Suspect though is it's, now for something it's, fictional. <laughs> but uh, but Prime Suspect is it's Helen Marin. Like that's where yeah, yeah. that's how Whoa. she was sustaining. Like, you know, she like it was a big deal. Like Helen Marin is starring in a TV show in the UK. Like that's what she was known for. For for like most of the nineties, pretty much was Prime. Well, Suspect. it went on until two. It, when did it start? Early nineties till like two thousand and. Six, seven, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I think it might, it's one of those things that could still pop up. They could just go, yeah, we're just doing, we're doing another season of Prime Suspect, and Helen Marin would come back for it because yep. a lot of British actresses, much like Olivia Coleman in this, was like she could go off, win that Oscar, but she's also in season two of Fleabag. Like that's she's just <laughs> like, yeah, I'll go do a big American thing, then I'm straight back to British TV. Like or like go Luther all over the place somehow. How there's always going to be like a new series of Luther someday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I think British a lot of our actresses shows have, have that vibe. Oh, sorry, no. <laughs> A lot of our programs oh. have that vibe where you can sort of go away and come back whenever whenever the opportunity arises. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be a yearly thing. Could could be six years' time. It's like, oh, we'll do another one. <laughs> the thing is, though, they, they mention as well, oh, it, oh she played a, like a cadaver in Prime Suspect. And it's supposed to be like, oh, it's kind of a joke. But at the same time, that's where Daisy Ridley's coming from. Yeah. She, was <laughs> a, she was a corpse in was Silent Witness or something. And like, I think she had a little bit to actually do in the show, but then most of it was like, oh, yeah, she was a corpse for a bit. So there's always these pictures of Daisy Ridley like lying on a table, getting yeah. her eyes pried open and stuff. And now she's so Ray Kenobi. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Oh, oh, no. Don't go there. <laughs> uh, but it's also just like, also, I guess you could. You could come from just playing a corpse or something up to superstardom. So. Yeah. Showbiz. Mm-hmm. Got to start And somewhere. also the, uh, the way that he says... Um, 
straw dogs. Straw dogs. That slightly annoys me. And then it's like, it's straw dogs. It's not straw dogs. Which is, and we talked about it in Batman at one time. I know a guy who constantly refers to the Wicker Man, appropriately enough, as the Wicker Man. <laughs> it's like it's it's the wicker man like it's like no the wicker man <laughs> it's like like spider-man like, oh, yeah it's like, they're like yeah straw dogs no straw dogs it's like no straw dogs straw, <laughs> straw dogs yeah space straw jam <laughs> oh god two that is that is such a different movie um, <laughs> uh, I it's amazing that. how that how the how how you can completely change the title of a movie by just like <laughs> pronouncing it slightly different, like hot you know, fuzz, hot fuzz. <laughs> True. Wow. Hot oh. fuzz. Space Jam. Uh, oh man. Sean of the Dead. <laughs> uh. Wow. Um. Oh, we love the NWA. We do. We do love the NWA. Uh, it's, it's the, you know, this sequence is, uh, it, it's interesting. I, 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 you know, I love that they were just like, yeah, no, we're going to kill him. We're going to, we're going to kill George Merchant because his stupid house. Um, and I love the scene of him leaning in the, <laughs> on the, on the, on the wall. And there's just like a bunch of hoodies cleaning his house. Yeah. <laughs> It's just, I love that. I love that. It's like a split second, but they all just like, they just all jam cleaned this house. Um, <laughs> it's the best. Oh, John Wick style. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Ooh. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Cleaned his house before blowing it up. <laughs> um, and then I love that we see that there was like a, like a bajillion of them uh, pushing the, the, the thing off the church. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It was really good too. I love uh, that. Uh, it definitely so makes the strength of pushing that off of a roof make more sense if it's like six of them. Yeah, because your initial assumption is that it's um, oh, what's his name? Yeah, Lurch. You assume oh, it's probably him or something. But even that seems like a bit of a stretch. Like mm, he's not that strong, surely. But th- this fits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um. But uh, yeah, that's. I think that's uh, that's all we've got for this one. Um, I I just I love how how baffled uh, he is by this whole revelation. Like he's just, he is just like he cannot believe that this is what the reason is. Like that that really <laughs> this this is it. That's these people annoyed you and you killed them. Oh my god! Like it's 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 it would be. It would be horrifying if it wasn't so stupid. Is kind of <laughs> what his feeling is. I mean, it fits though with everything he's heard about this group and about the killings and stuff so far. It makes sense. That's the sad thing. It's like, oh, he's he's not lying to me. This this is the reason. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, he, he's right. This does make more sense. <laughs> My God, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, uh, I want to say one final thing. I love that Julia Deakin is in this. We get a second of her here, just in the in the background Definitely. mostly. Yeah, Marsha from space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and my favorite, Jill from Alan Partridge, one of the best <laughs> characters in that. She's only in one episode, but it's oh my god, it's good. <laughs> That's another also, blind spot that I need to correct. Is uh, is Alan Partridge? Oh, we're feeling the the bitterness this week of like because we finally had another series of an Alan Partridge TV show. And now it's just like six episodes. It's over. And we're just yep. like, 
Is there going to be another one? Like, Don't know. Oh, Maybe. no, Niall. As of recording, today, the new one was announced. Oh, thank God for that. Because yeah. there's a character been going since the 90s, and he's only had, like, four TV seasons of things. Yeah. Like, he's only been around sparingly. Mm. I was like, for God's sake, just give him a proper show. Much like the to... character himself going to the BBC, just give me a show. <laughs> well, Julia Deacon well, is in one of the best episodes where... She is. She works for his production company, and he's always had the hots for her. But he's he's having to fire everyone because he's got no money. So he he goes out on a date with her on uh, Valentine's Day, um, and he he essentially then has to. Well, the the implication is he contrives a way to a go on a date with her and have his fun, but then b still also be able to fire her. <laughs> oh man. Uh, <laughs> Like, she, she ends up sexily putting chocolate mousse on his body. And it, he, this seems to be the real instigator of him dumping her and firing her all at once. <laughs> it's like, this is demented. Oh, man. Oh, but she, um, she just does that same voice she does in space. That's just her voice. <laughs> no. I'm well, hoping I... now that, like, much like, um, kind of like what Harrison Ford's done, where he's just like, all right, I, I, I'll... I'll own up to just, I'll just accept my most popular characters and then just come back. Uh, I've got a, because Steve Coogan for a while was fighting Partridge. It seemed like he was trying to get away from it. Yeah. But now he's really going full tilt back into like, all right, I'm Alan Partridge and just, mm. just, just give the people what they want. So it's like, Thank well, God. I, I, for one, am looking forward to the trip to Greece. So Ooh, that's, yeah, yeah. that's, that's what I'm looking forward to. Auntie Steve Coogan and Rob Brydon. We're looking yeah. forward to it as well. Just get to drive around, having a holiday, and filming stuff. It's oh, yeah. Eating. When's, <laughs> man, when is oh, Rob Brydon should be in this? Uh, <laughs> Rob you know, Brydon, he, you know what he does over here? He shoots ads for, like, ferry cruises. Like, that guy's just oh. taking the trip lifestyle, yeah. and that's all he does now. He just goes yeah. on holiday, gets people to point a camera at him. And he's just like, hey, I, hey, living you know, the dream. <laughs> it's a it's a nice thing to be known for, I guess. <laughs> there yes. you go. I, I can't um, begrudge him. It's because like, yeah, you did it, man. You got like the dream job. You just have to yeah. show up and just be kind of like Rob Bright and kind of naturally yourself. Well, that's and I that's think what Adam I think Sandler Rob, does. I I think yeah. Rob Brydon is like the only other person I could possibly see playing uh, Danny in this mm. movie. I could mm. I could see it. I could see what that version of, of Danny would feel yeah. like and look like. Be a different character, but he could do a similar kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, maybe maybe wouldn't have, wouldn't be a drunk as much as Danny yeah. is, but <laughs> <laughs> just as innocent though. Just as innocent no. <laughs> for sure. Um, all right, well, uh, guys, we you know we talked about it earlier in the show, but uh, if you haven't checked in this week, check out the Cornetto Minute Listeners Pub on Facebook and uh, check in on what uh, everybody's talking about this week uh, with the show. We've had a lot of tangents, so more than likely, a uh, lot of people expressing a lot of opinions about uh, things that have little to nothing to do with Hot Fuzz, but everything <laughs> to do with this show. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, check out the Cornetto Minute Listeners Pub if you are on Facebook. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow uh, with Minute 84 for The Greater Good. The Greater Good. <laughs>